Welcome back to the Spiritual Nappers Podcast. You're here today with Apollo and India. Hello. We also have a few other people here today. And today's episode, we're supposed to be talking about spiritual experiences. So, India, I must ask, have you ever dealt with any spiritual experience? Absolutely not. I try not <laughs> to dabble in anything that I find remotely spooky. Not even the dark, guys. I don't, I don't trust anything. Uh, spooky. I pray before and after horror movies. Yeah, so it's a no for me. Bye, but, um, I know that I know that you and Ezreal have had some spooky experiences. If you guys want to talk about that, I mean, yes, we have. Well, Ezra was involved. Ezra was involved, and I think I was trying to get you. Well, I wasn't trying to get you involved. I was trying to tell you about it. You were like, "No, Apollo." Yeah, I was having none of that. No, thank and you. Jakari, Jakari was like. <laughs> That's a demon sent him my way. I was like, ciao. <laughs> I remember it, though. It was in a call. So basically, the experience was, I literally have a document on it written called, the name of the document is called The Haunting of Emily Faye Bell, since that was her full name. So basically, what was going on was, she, her mother was a witch or whatever, right? Her mother, well, not her mother, her grandmother. Her grandmother is old, older, right? So she's explaining to me. She was like, yeah, they're like right now, the night before any of this stuff happened. So basically her and her boyfriend had gotten into an argument, right? And I was dreaming like they were next thing I know when I wake up, they're all texting me about something. All of them, all the friends are texting me about what them too. So as I'm dreaming, I started to see stuff. Okay, so Andy, you know where Blair Middle School is? India. Sorry. Um, yes, I went to that middle school. So, so basically, as I'm in the dream, I'm walking down the street. You know where the Seven Eleven is. I'm walking down that street, mm-hmm. and I really started to run because I heard somebody voice saying, "Apollo, help me!" And I was like, "Huh?" And then I look to the side, and I see oh. the girl. Nope. Shout I see the girl. Brain. I see the girl. Her name was Emily. And mind you, she's sleeping on a bed, not sleeping on a bed, but she's more so laying down on the bed on her phone. As she's on her phone, I tried to walk over there. I was like, Emily. So as I walked over there and I tapped her shoulder, all of a sudden there was just this loud boom. And it felt like I had got blasted back into my chest. It felt like something really hard just blasted out of my chest. Right. So next thing you know, me and her wake up. And as we woke up, we were we started texting each other immediately. We were like, did you have a dream about me? And I was like, yeah. So we're explaining what happened. And so later on into the dream, well, not dream, later on as we woke up, the Apollo helped me part. Basically, her boyfriend had texted me because he was, you know, he was feeling a little sua, you know, sua. I'm pretty sure you understand what that means, but. Yeah, as he's feeling that way, that was the main reason because he literally texted me Apollo help. So I guess my he was trying to reach out to me. Something was telling me to wake up for him. So later on throughout the day, she started to be like, my forehead hurts. 
And it was like, what did you put some ice on it? She was like, yeah, but it feels like it's burning. Like the sensor of my forehead is burning. So I was like, well, maybe you just got to put some more ice on it and let it rest. Maybe rest for a bit. You might have a headache. So she was like, at that moment, the exact moment I told her to close her eyes and rest, she was like, Apollo, I'm not home anymore. I'm like, what? She was like, yeah, I'm not at my house anymore. So I was like, where are you? She was like, I'm in the middle of a forest. And she said as she was standing in the middle of the forest, she looked through the trees and she saw this old, old house, like a mansion. And as she's going there, she was like, she started to hear something in the forest. And it sounded like a grizzly bear. So she looks back and she sees something running at her. It was a grizzly bear. And she started to run away from it. Mind you, right before the mansion, there's a river surrounding it, like a little pond. So she ran around the river. And before the bear could even get her, it stopped before it hit the water. And then it ran away, growling. So she was like, she goes up to the mansion door. And as she goes up to it, she starts to hear a voice playing in her ear. And the door opens. And she goes in. She goes in. The door opens. As she was in there, the entire surrounding area changed. And she said, if you look at something, you can see it. So as it changed, as it changed, right? She was like, she started, yes. Um, you're gonna go have to go back and re say that because you were muffled again. Okay, what part? Really hear you. Just like a couple of seconds back when you were talking. Okay, as I was saying, guys. So, as she ran, she ran up to the man, up to the mansion, and she started to hear a whisper playing in her ear. And as she heard the whisper, the door opened, and she walked in. Right? Could you hear that? Yeah. Okay, as she walked in, she was like, the entire surrounding area that she seen changed, and she said, it looked like something you would see literally in a movie. It, like she, she said she felt like she was on a very high, she felt like she smoked hella weed in that situation, because she's like, you only see stuff like this when you green out. I was like, okay. She was like, as she's going down this room, mind you, I'm pretty sure I know what a hotel walkway looks like she was like the lights on the the lights on the top of the ceiling were red like color blood red and as she's walking down she see multiple rooms right but the one thing she started to notice she started to notice there were bags on the floor like trash bags and when she touched one of the bags a piece of her arm fell out so she jumped back and she realized all the bags were filled with pieces of dismembered body Wait, parts. This is, this is like her dream or something? No. She literally... So basically what I found out is her third eye opened. So it was forced open. So what we started to realize is she was seeing overlapping realities at once, you know, or dimensions. Mm. So as this happened, she's starting to see all this. And she's like, Apollo, I'm scared. Wait, Apollo, I have a question. Yes, Ezreal? Was this the the girl, like, that you were telling us about? Yes. Tonight? Yes. Yes. 
you were involved slightly. I wouldn't say fully, but just a bit. Yeah, because like, I ain't never heard of this happening to her. So, as this is happening, right, we started to notice she was like, Apollo, there's these men in black robes. Try to run away from them. Hey, you're muffled I'm again. Sorry? I said try to run away from them. Try not to let them touch you. Right? So what else she noticed that really I caught my eye? Repeat that. You I said what? You don't have to kind of repeat that. I did not hear you. Okay, can you hear me better now? Yeah. Oh, I have my finger over the microphone. Basically, she said she started to see men, men in robes coming towards her. Right? And... She, I told her, try to run. Don't let them touch you. Now, what the crazy part about this is, she said she started to see flashing images. And one of those images were eye. Now, it wasn't any type of eye. And the way she described it, I was like, are you looking at an evil eye right now? And she said the evil eye was literally flashing upon her body. And she ended up running the other way into the men, right? And she said as she was running, she seen someone standing at the end of the hall. And as she seen somebody standing at the end of the hall, she was like, wait, can y'all hear me good or no? I'm you good. Can. Yeah, you're good. Okay, so as she's standing at the end of the hall, she walks down there. She was like, Apollo? I was like, what? She was like, you're standing right in front of me. I'm like, what do you mean I'm standing right in front of you? She was like, it looks like you, but older. And I was like, what do you mean it looks like me, but older? She was like, well, he looks exactly like you, just the older version of you. I was like, okay. And out of nowhere, she he, he was like, I want to talk to him. She started asking him questions. She was like, he she asked him, where am I? And he was like, you're going to find out soon enough. So as she kept trying to ask him a question, mind you, I tried to ask, I tried to tell her to ask a question. The minute she told him the question, bro, my back started to burn. And I was like, oh, no, I felt like my you know what it feels like when you get a heat stroke. Imagine that, but just all on your back. It literally started to feel like whoopings. And then I had a memory flash into my one of my head because I had a dream. The exact same place that she was, I literally had a dream about this place at least like four years ago prior to the situation of her. Except in the dream, I seen an older version of myself. I was in behind a glass and I was watching him. He was literally getting his jaw whipped. Like his jaw was getting whipped off. So like to the point where his jaw actually fell off his mouth. And next thing you know, he looked at me, and he started laughing, and then I woke up from, you know, that. But as I'm saying this, she was like, they started to drag her to a different area. They dragged her into a room and threw her in there. She was like, as she's in the room, she sees this little girl with a white dress facing the opposite direction. The little girl had long brown hair. And as the hair is long, she was like, the little girl turned towards me. And, okay, this is going to be like a trigger warning for people. It's going to be a big trigger warning. So as she's staring at the girl, she started to notice that the girl pulled out a gun. 
And she said the girl shot herself in the head on the side. So as that happened, she was like, she walks up to the body because now she can see the girl face since her hair is not in the way. She walked up to the body. She's like Apollo. And she was she was talking. She was talking in a real serious tone. I was like, what? The little girl is me. I'm like, huh? She's like, yes, this is literally me when I was at least like nine years old. It's like, now, wait a minute. That's literally I was like, now, wait a minute, because I started to get really concerned through this part out. So as this also happening, she was like, something is hitting the glass. So there was a glass in the room, you know, like detective cases when they have their um, they have the person they assume the killer in the room behind the room. There's a glass where people was watching. So it turns out people was watching her through the glass and they started to shatter the glass. They were literally slamming their heads on it with blood dripping as the glass was getting shattered until the point it broke. And she was like, at that minute, I came in, the other version of me came in and tried to run her out of there because she said, he said to her, if you stayed any there, if you stayed there any longer, you have immediately died. So as they're running out, she was like, he lost her. Like, he lost her. She dropped and he couldn't find her. And as he said that, she was like, I'm standing now. I'm standing in this hallway. And as I'm standing in this hallway, there's someone at the end of it. She was like, it doesn't look like a person, but it looks nothing. It looks exactly like a black shadow. She was like, it's tall and lengthy. Its arms are very long. It barely has any features, just eyes and a smile, a very crooked smile. So she's running up to it. And mind you, I was so during this time, I was talking to a medium and she was she was trying to channel other other Apollo to speak to me. And she did. So as he was saying, he said, the thing that she's looking at is something that once belonged to me. And I was like, what do you mean? And all of a sudden I started to feel a memory access in my head. And it's like I started to see a flash of an image again. I was like, I know this image for a very good reason. So. The day, I w okay, this is kind of weird. Stay with me here, y'all. Stay with me. This is kind of weird what I'm about to say. I could see, there was like this one memory. This is the only memory I remember. Now, this is one of my oldest memories. I was watching my mom move in third person. Third person, right? It felt like I was looking through her eyes. And it's so funny because when she looked down, I could see a belly that was pregnant. I'm like, hold on. That's exactly what I was like. Hold on. Am I literally watching my mom through third person where I'm actually seeing myself in her stomach? I'm like, what the hell? So I also remember when the light hit my eyes. So I kind of remember the day I was born, which is like hella weird because I never heard of some shit like that. I never heard of somebody actually remembering the day they were born. So as the day I was born, I was like, I had another memory, but this memory was a bit darker. In this memory, I remember seeing fire, just fire, like there was pits of fire. Then I see this thing flying. It had wings and it had this armor on and it flew. 
And from that day on, I had this one replaying memory in my head. It was more like a voice. It was like, follow them till the end. And I was like, oh. So as, I, as I'm remembering this, and I was like, is that the demon? And he was like, yes, that's the demon. And he was like, it's been in you for a while, which is why it feels like you're always drowning in anger and sadness. So this is true because, mind you, I went through the most terrible shit you can imagine for all my childhood. So after that whole event ended, bro, I started to have a lot of good shit happen to me. But as I'm saying this, I realized what was really going on. And he was talking. He was like, it's been here since the day you and I were created. I was like, oh, it was like, there's only one way to get it out. You need to flush it out like it's a slug and burn it alive. I was like, OK, so what do we do? He said, holy water. Now, in the witch community, there are different forms of holy water. So we can create our own holy water. You do not need a pastor to create holy water. So he was explaining how it works. So basically, holy water works like this. He was like, you need salt and you can add herbs that relates to cleansing or banishing. And he told her to drink salt water. Now, mind you, she's at the face of this demon. And the one thing he told me to tell her, get away from it. If you don't, you will not live to see it another day. So he's he's telling her to run. He's telling her to run the fuck out of there. And she ran, right? She ran. She ran out of the mansion, which is weird because he explained to me how the mansion works. He was like, whatever goes in can never come out. And so there was something she seen when she was running as she ran out of the mansion, right? She said she seen a woman with her head in the water. It looked like she had drowned to death. And it was a grown woman. So she picks up the woman and she looks at the woman's face. When I tell you she screamed and I could hear it. So basically the woman was her. It was her. And Apollo oh, wait, explained wait, to me. So wait, this is so this is re like reality. This is not. No yeah, dream. this shit really happened. Oh, and when I tell no. you, when I tell you, bro, oh, this shit was God. like you were only seeing a movie. I was baffled. And to this day, oh, I don't movie. understand it. So, like, as that happened, right, she's like, this woman is me. They literally are me. She said their eyes are nothing but pure white. That happens when you die. Your pupils dilate. So, and Apollo told me what happened. She was like, a long time ago, I first came to this mansion to discover secrets. Little did he realize he was going to fall into it. And he was never able to get back out. And he seen Lucy. He, he told her not to follow him. That's the name of the girl, BTW, Lucy slash Emily. So he's seen an older version of her, her trying to rescue him. Mind you, the demon that she was seeing at the end of the hall, this is the same demon that tormented other Apollo for his life. And the same demon that drowned Lucy to death. So as other Apollo is inside his mansion, he's looking out the window. He see her running towards him. The demon started to run through the forest, and he said it literally pushed her face into the water, and it kept drowning her into the water. He kept, it kept pushing her face down to the point she stopped moving. 
Now, when I tell you I never heard some shit like this before, and you would not believe this shit is real, y'all, I'm telling you, this shit really happened, and it changed me, because I was like, what the ever-living fuck is going on? So, as that happened, she seen it, and she had to try, she had to keep going. She had to keep going to make it out of there. So, she ran into something that was a hut in the middle of the forest. As she was in the hut, as she was in the hut in the forest, she was like, there's salt and there's water. She was like, yes. And Apollo told me, told me to tell her what to do with it. He was like, drink it and throw some over your shoulders. Now, y'all, basically, salt water is created to get rid of all types of spirits. That's what it do. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Right. So, basically, she told you to tell her to throw salt over her shoulder? And drink some of it, yes. Oh, okay. He so said... Nah, Continue. But basically, he said to do this, it was going to cleanse out her body of that spirit since it was no longer around her, but inside of her. So it worked, right? But she said as it happened, she started to get the most deadly headache she ever felt. She said it literally felt like her head was about to explode. And she was like, I think I made it mad. And then next thing you know, she started snapping back into reality. She could see everything clearly again. But this time, she I told her to drink it again because you were drinking that in that dimension. But you need to drink it here in case it actually traveled with you. Because that, that actually happens. Like when you astral project, you got to make sure beings are not traveling with you into this reality. So she did that. She was like, later today, she was like, Apollo. I was like, what? My boyfriend's here. And I was like, I literally paused and tried to process what you were saying. Y'all know she's in she's in um, Tennessee, right? Her boyfriend is literally in New Jersey. So I'm like. What? I got so confused. So like, yeah, he's here. She started to smile and shit. And she was like, they got your voice. And I'm like, oh, no, that ain't that ain't neither of us. And she was like, it kept telling her to hug it. So I told this bitch, I was like, do not touch it. Stop trying to fucking hug it, y'all. Well, I told you I got so aggravated when she actually fucking hugged it. I wanted to punch the ever-living shit out of her because, girl, did I not just tell you not to fucking touch it? What thing has my voice and the fucking body of your boyfriend. That makes no sense. Ugh. Anyway, she hugged it. Next thing you know, this bitch fucking eye started to roll back. And she started to cough out black blood or whatever the fuck that shit was. It started, she started to cry black tears. She got a pentagram wrote in on her fucking... It was an upside-down pentagram, not a regular one. It was an upside-down pentagram scratched into her leg. She got scratched on her chest. She got three scratches on her both of her arms. And she literally took a picture of her room. Why the fuck can we see a shadow figure standing at the corner of your window? Why can I see a fucking shadow staring at me through your window? And it looks like a fucking little person. I was like, what the hell is that? See, and I told her as not to do it. It's always the white ones that don't listen. They never listen. It's every horror movie. You never listen. Then you wonder why your ass die so fast. Oh, them scar- Does she still have those scars or something? No, they faded away after like, I would say two weeks of this. 
But I still have the picture of the scars, and I showed Amber. I remember I showed him. Yeah. And he was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, girl." <laughs> wait, hold on. I want to wait. What was it like? Wait a minute. So basically, she had three scratches in total on her arm, and we know what three scratches mean. That can be the mark of the devil, if I at least I remember correctly. So. Oh my god! I think I know what this is. Yes, and I was like. So, as this shit is happening again, she started to talk. But mind you, this shit was not her talking. I was like, why the fuck do you got the voice of a man? And I never heard somebody's voice drop to such a low bass to the point where you can't even recognize them. And her eyes was kind of like rolled back. One of her eyes were rolled back. She was coughing up black shit. She was crying black tears. And she started to have black snot come out her nose. So I'm like, oh, no, honey. We need an exorcist because I don't know who the fuck he thought I was. They thought I was Ed and Lorraine Warren. But I'm uh uh-uh. I don't look. I was too scared to even deal with that. Mind you, this shit was not my fault. And I know it's going to be some of y'all being like, well, you mess with that witchcraft stuff. Girl, let me tell you, I was not even into witchcraft during this shit. I was just a regular person who could have visions of the future. And mind you, the visions of the future, this shit happened the first time I ever prayed to God. I literally started to have visions of the future. And I was connected with the spiritual world because I started to hear shit. And I thought I was going crazy. So I got on medicine. Why the fuck am I on medicine? But this shit is still happening. And I had an MRI scan to make sure my fucking brain was functioning correctly. I had no mental problems at all. Like... There is literally no explanation. There is no explanation for what I was what was going on. No scientific explanation. So, yes, that shit is happening. I'm like, y'all, I can't do this. So as I'm doing this, right, a few weeks later, let me see, what was I? Oh, yeah, I was at that. So it started talking. It was like, it literally came for me the most. And it was like, it looked at me. Her face literally turned towards me. And it was like, it said, you're going to drown in fire. And I was like, mind y'all, I was scared, but I'm still a black person. So I was really about to pop my shit. Like, I don't play. You ain't about to talk shit to me. I don't care if you're a spirit or not. I will dead ass punch the shit out you. Like, I do not care because I, I still got black in me. I don't care what the fuck is going on. I'm going to pop my shit. So I was like. And you're going right back to that mansion because you do not belong here. You over here possessing a little white girl that's innocent. So it's so other Apollo told me how this demon works. So it's like a it's like an energy vampire. At least that's what they're called. Wait, wait. It, it, it like it was sucking. Yes. So like, you go ahead. Okay. Basically, I was doing a little bit of research and um shit like that. Bruh, right. The, the black thing that um you were talking about that she saw, mm-hmm. it, it was holding her shoulder, and that's why she needed to put black. I mean, salt over her shoulder. Basically, it's to cancel out neg- negative spirits. Right. Off the devil. Right. So basically, I really think the mansion and the, all those body parts, I'm not sure, but I really think that's basically her past life. 
I'm not 100%, but that one I'm basically saying. We recently, we recently found out everything she was seeing. That was like people from her past life, like the life before this one. There was a realm in the fourth dimension. And the crazy part about all this shit was Apollo, other Apollo, aka me, is the only person, the only person that's still alive after that incident. He changed so much. He literally, okay, so he became an occultist slash witch. He said he became famous. He opened his own business, but he was still doing research on demons and how to get rid of them because he didn't like the ideal of them. So, yeah. And he was like, after that, all that happened, this is the crazy part. So as he was explaining all this shit to me, I told him to reach out to me, bro. Ezra was there. She literally seen me when I was trying to meditate and reach out to him. And she seen how my neck literally popped backwards. So like your eyes rolled back. And I was starting to cry during this whole situation because I could see everything. And it felt like so the images that started to phase through my head were stuff that were happening other Apollo. But she want to know what's the crazy part all about that. It literally was in the form of tarot cards. It literally showed images of him stuff happening to him but they looked like the images from terry cars like the fool it showed him falling off a cliff but it looked like the form of a terry card where he was hanging upside down i'm like the fuck i was literally so confused i was like he was like don't look too much into it but it's supposed to represent things that happened so he showed me majorly three cards he showed me the the Hanging Fool, the Tower, and he showed me the Star. And I was like, wait, there was also the Sun. Also oh seen God. the Sun. Oh my God. I just read, oh, that's it. Loud and clear. What the fuck? Okay, so basically, the Fool and the um, Falling Tower, that's basically like you, you falling down and the star and the sun is you coming back up to like a higher place. Right. Oh my god. And I was like, are you trying to show me a message? He was like, yes. I can't speak to you on what's going on, but I can t I can show you. So, as this is happening, right, so she started to befriend the fucking demon. I was like, girls, you out your damn mind. So it's like, yeah, it just want to be my friend. Girl, I should slap the shit out you. What the fuck you mean it's trying to be your friend? We don't friend demons. It don't matter. And it's just like, she was like, yeah, it want to sleep next to me. The way I gave her the most vicious side eye, I was like, are you serious? Are you really serious about this shit? It's like, yeah. Is she okay right now? Like, she's... She Still. literally got pregnant. She recently got pregnant, and she about to have another baby. What? Literally, and I was the devil's a lie. The devil's a lie. It's a lie. But this shit happened last year. So as this is happening, right? She started. There was we started to go through a lot of experiences, and I was like, so mind you, as this shit is going on, she was befriending it, and she started to create so-called spells. Now Amber, her mom, her grandmother is a witch, right? She showed me her grandma's house, and I was like, my jaw dropped when I seen her grandmother's house, the inside of it. I was like, this is the most witches, this is the most richiest, rich, how do I explain this? Witchy house I ever seen. And I was like, 
Bro, she literally has a book full of fucking grimoires. A shelf filled with every single type of grimoire she got. And mind you, her grandmother's like her 60s. So I'm like, hold on. Like, her grandmother literally had a fucking cauldron in her living room. And she would smoke over it. And I was like, hold on. Let me let me get in here. And she showed me her love potion bottle. This is the one the most... This is one of the most... You said what happened to her grandma? I said, let me talk to her grandmother. Right! But it turns out, while we was um dealing with the demon, I told her to call out to her grandmother. Her grandmother kind of is dead now. I don't remember. She said she got two grandmas, but the witch one is still alive. She told, I told her to chant out to your grandmother. Next thing you know, she did, and she was like, everything just went black. I was like, see? When you ask your ancestors for help, they gonna come. So... As she did this shit, like, I was seeing her grandma's house. I was like, this is some of the most witchiest shit I've seen. Her house was literally filled with black cats. Black cats. They were all over the floor. They were so cute, too. But I guess the cats were her familiars, right? Then her grandmother showed me her grimoire, her real grimoire that she actually uses. This shit was bigger than my chest. Her grandma was literally twice the size of my chest. I had to hold it with two hands. Just from how heavy it was, too. She was like, yeah, I had this book over the longest of years. I mean, I bet since you started witchcraft when you were younger than even 10. And she was like, yeah, I've been writing so many spells on here for over years. And she called me a beautiful child. And all of a sudden, she, she called me a nickname. And I was like, huh? She called me three nicknames. She called me the child of prophecy. And then she called me the sun child. I was like, wow. Thank you. I was like, the sun child? On so many levels? What the hell? Because, like, your name is the total opposite of my life. One time I was doing some, like, ancestor work. I was trying to set up my altar. My altar was set. I was, like, meditating. When I went to sleep, I I got up. Outside, the moon was so round. I right. something that hit me. The moon child. The moon child. I was called the sun child, and I found out why. So she explained to me that I am a child of Apollo, and I was like, "That don't make sense," but it kind of does because my name is Apollo, and I got the name from the Greek god because I felt a connection. I really like the. Okay. Was you still working with Apollo when this happened? I wasn't even working with Apollo when this happened, but she said Apollo gifted me gifts. And I heard the gift part before. Because, mind you, I have a friend, right? Her whole family does witchcraft. Like, they're all pagans. And she was like, it's possible to get gifted gifts by God, like, certain abilities sometimes. She was like, you only have, like, she was like, I think I have four abilities. She said I'm a healer, and a healer not is, like, healing people. But she said I'm a healer, like an emotional healer, where I'm a lot more easier to talk to. People can open up to me better, and it actually heals their trauma. Because I'd be, well, it feels like I'd be relating to a people on a deeper scale when it comes to emotions. So, yeah. And she was like, I also have the gift of prophecy. I was like, what's the gift of prophecy? She was like, it's the ability to see the future through visions. And I was like... It's like, oh, and she said I have a strong connection with um, sun magic and the sun. And it's weird because when I was younger, they will always relate to me as the sun because my hair was out like sun rays. So I was like, oh, okay. 
Mm, sounds but like a lot. Sounds a lot that's like wild. That's crazy. Yes, yes, that's real. Sounds a lot like Apollo. <laughs> literally, okay. So it turns out, other Apollo is literally like the description of the god Apollo. Like my higher being is literally his description, yeah, just I'm black. But as I'm in her witch house, right, she was explaining what's going on. She told me, yes, I need you to protect my granddaughter. I'm like, I got you, mamas. I got you. I wanted to, I really wanted to keep my promise to her. Apollo, Apollo, Apollo. Yes, yes. Uh, can I tell you something right after you're done with your storytelling? Yes. About a movie that me and my friends watched? Yes. Okay. When you're done with your story, hush, 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 hush. So as I'm going, right, as I'm telling grandmothers, like, okay, so I started to re I started to recognize certain shit in the grandmother's house. Like there was one room she had divided off from all the other rooms. And this room, right, it was literally covered in Bible scriptures. And I was like, What's going on here? I got curious, but then again, I didn't want to open it, so I just left it alone. Because I was too scared to fucking open it. Of course you would be scared if you seen some fucking room covered with Bible scriptures. That's literally a warning sign to do not open. But Wait, is she, Was she like a Christian or something? No, she wasn't a Christian. Using Bible scriptures can be a way to seal something inside of a room. You know, a divic box. So what I'm believing is she created a room as a divic box to trap something inside. But basically, she gave her daughter, well, her granddaughter, she gave her granddaughter her first love potion. One time I'm on call with her, right? Why the fuck did this bitch literally taste the love potion? I was like, I'm so sick of you touching shit. I wanted to slap the hell out of her. Why would you drink that? And it was so pretty, too. It was literally the most prettiest thing I ever seen. And the bottle was made out of pure glass with this beautiful top. And it was wrapped up in this ribbon and a seal, like the entire top was sealed with wax. And I was like, why the fuck would you drink that? Why? And she was like, she drunk it. It was like, this tastes nasty. I bet it the fuck does. Because why would you do that? See, this is why you can't give everybody witchy shit because they don't know what the fuck to do with it. They be doing too damn much. But as, a, as this so shit this is, is also delectable. Like, that's who's doing this, right? So it turns out there were other demons, right? There were others. There, there were like, so first of all, the thing that I seen in the picture was called the bear, the thing that she saw in the forest. So it turns out the bear is the guardian of the forest. It keeps people out so it doesn't go in because it really doesn't want them to go into that mansion. So my friend, right, the pagan with the one with the pagan family, she works with Hades. I told her, can you ask Hades about this? She was like, Hades gave her the most deepest tone telling her to don't fuck with it. Like, do not fuck with that at all costs. That place is literally created off of negativity and the most darkest emotions. So I was like, I asked, I asked Hades, can he talk to me? He was like, if you can't summon me, you ain't worth my time. I was like, bitch. Apollo, so why yeah. are you even helping her? You said like what? Why did you help her? Because personally, if someone came to me with demon problems, I say, go mind your business. Because I felt like I was literally indebted to helping because it started with me touching her. That oh forced open her third eye, opened her, her mind up. Mind you, she wasn't ready because she was never trained to do this shit. So as the time goes on, she was like, yeah, you know, I casted a spell so I can see him. 
I was like, what spell? No, the demon was like, I cast a spell so she could see me. I was like, what the? She, she said the spell was called the devil's hand. And I was like, where where did you cast a spell? She was like, I ain't cast a spell. Banish it. I was like, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. No. So she showed me her spell book. She had a spell book, right? She had a spell for something that involved a mirror. And she had a spell for something that involved um healing. Now, y'all, we thought spells didn't need an anchor. Like, you didn't need herbs or shit. Some actually do. One of my friends tried to create a death spell. And I was like, child, this is not Harry Potter. But there is a death spell. It's only in Italy, though. It's called the Death Curse from Italy, where it involves... You know when they're um you know when you're in church and they try to break bread using that little thing with the wine in it or with juice? So it involved her no. spitting that shit out on the floor and she literally cast a spell by praying words in Italian and she literally called out the devil, including wrapping it up in wine in a wire, and as it started to unwrap in the water, it unwrapped the pieces of his life, so he started to die faster and faster. And I was like, that's called the Italian death curse. She had a good reason to, I ain't gonna lie. But as I was saying, so the demon is, this shit is happening with a demon, right? Her boyfriend, one time I'm gonna call with her boyfriend, I'm walking to the library. He's talking, all of a sudden, his voice changed to a little girl. And this bitch was giggling on the phone. And I'm like, hello? Talking about... Yeah, I know you. I came here to talk to you. Turns out this shit was a fucking demon. Literally, it was trying to come for me. But I was like, how are you going to come for me when my room has been sealed off? I literally would bless my room with salt water every day to keep spirits out. My altar was not in that room. It was outside with our cauldron because we had a weird cauldron. So as this shit is happening, right? Like, yeah, you're not going to come to me. I don't care. You're not going to touch me at all. So as this shit is happening again, also, I know the demon's name that was haunting her. It literally revealed his name. It was like, the name is Malikian. And other Apollo, aka my higher being, told me his name as well. It's like, yeah, his name is also Malikian. And it turns out she was... Huh? Do you look up the... um? Name yes, of it? I did look up the name. His name was supposed to relate to a place in the underworld where there's supposed to be like five levels. And it was like he's the gate of one of the levels. Like he holds one of the gates. And it's not supposed to be a person. It's supposed to be a living like place. It's supposed to be a place. And I was like, why is this shit kind of relating to my one first memory where I seen fire? There was a gate in the dream where I seen fire. It's like, oh. Don't tell me he's one of the high-ranking demons in hell. Please, no. So, as this is happening, it turns out there were other demons that came out the mansion. And they were trying to do something. So, there was like, we came for her because she's supposed to be the bearer of your child in the future. When I mean bearer, so Apollo told me he was married to a man in the future, but he had a woman bear his child. I think they're called surrogate. Surrogate. Yes. So as that happened, and so basically as that shit was happening, and I told them, I was like, yeah, other Apollo, he told me he never had her hold his child. And they literally, when I tell you they got so fucking angry, her room started to shake, it started to rumble. 
And as this fucking rumbling, it turns out Malikian was not trying to be her friend. It was actually trying to drain the life force out of her. So she died. And mind you, her body was getting so fucking bony. Her cheeks were starting to cave in. That's how skinny she was getting. Every day she was with that damn demon. She started to look skinnier and skinnier to the point where she wanted to come a damn brittle bone. And I was like, this shit is literally draining her life force. But you know what else is crazy? When we said her name is Lucy, it turns out Lucy means light. And it said it's supposed to drain the light out of her. I was like, uh-uh, this is too many fucking messages in one thing. It was like, this is too many fucking crypts. Cryptid. Shit, is too fucking Wait. cryptid. Right. Yes. And mama even know anything about this? Her mama didn't know because her mom don't believe in that shit. She never told her mom or her dad or her brother. But it's crazy because she she's like in an abusive relationship with her parents, so she was too scared to really tell them anything at that time. So as this shit is happening, right? So it turns out the demons were more so trying to come for me to get me fucking upset so she could so they could kill my new child that's gonna be born. I was like, y'all know I'm only like 16. Y'all not about to, I know y'all dead ass not about to wait a couple of hundred years just for me to bear a child to give to someone. It's like, no, there's no one bared. Other Apollo told me how it works. He said, no one bared my child. I was like, how did you, how did you, how did you have a baby then? He was like, you'll find out in the future. And I was like, did you adopt? He was like, no, I never adopted, but they are related to me by blood. And I was like, how the fuck did you have kids? And this nigga started giggling. He was like, you're going to find out in the future. It's like, the fuck you do? But as this shit is happening... Or something? As this shit is happening, right? They leave. So I had to banish them back into the mansion. I had to do an exorcism on this bitch. I literally rolled my sleeves up. And the crazy part is, I was writing sigils on my arm for protection. So... You know you got to do that. You got to. I had to write sigils on my arm for protection. So as I'm doing this shit, I'm hitting her with this fucking salt water like I'm a pastor, like rebuke, rebuke. But I wasn't saying that. I actually had a spell. Other Apollo taught me. Uh, the name of the spell is called Apollo's Cage, and it's supposed to trap them back into the mansion. So what I didn't know, the demons hated the mansion with every fiber of their being. And I was like, why? Other Apollo explains to me why. He said, this place is worse than hell. You have no free will here at all. They, you, you can't control what you do. Only others can. And the others is a.k.a. the robed men that she's seen, the robed men. So they were literally screaming. I could hear the screams and anger of them getting sent back because they did not want to go. Mind you, all of them are scared of Other Apollo. He, they are all scared because they know he knows how to send them back. So as this shit is happening, I'm banishing them or whatever, right? Um, Other Apollo also has two kids that's with him in the mansion. He explained to me shit about them. She's seen them as well. She said that one of them got hetnochromia in their eyes. And he's like, the baby is like really small. And yeah, so as the demons this are going sending them back. And, like, we thought this shit was over for, like, a good couple of days. This bitch literally went into a fucking coma two weeks later. She did wake up, though. She woke out of the coma. She was like, while she was in the coma, I was in the mansion for literally three days straight trying to fight for my life. And when she woke up, you know, we could see scars all over her body. It literally looked like she was getting the shit beat out of her. 
So, yeah, after that happened, I got more heavy into witchcraft and actually studying shit. I found out there's been a curse placed on my family. It was a curse for cancer. I was like, ugh. Because, like, it's literally runs in our family to catch cancer after a certain age. And I'm like, all right, let me look more into this. I did a Terry Carr reading on this shit once. I was like, so I literally was explaining somebody put something on us a long time ago having cancer. So I removed it. Next thing you know, everyone in our family never had cancer anymore after that. Because the generation of cancer starts around, like, our 20s. So I had to find out because one of our family members was hitting their 20s. And next thing you know, after their 20s, they made it to 30s. They ain't have cancer ever since. So, yeah. And it was just like, this experience was mind-boggling in many ways. Very fucking mind-boggling. I still don't understand that much of it today. But I understand most of it. So, yeah. And, yeah, that's the story. The shit was supposed that's, to be published. That's so, that, I don't even know how to even explain how I feel right now. No one could understand how to explain with that. Like, you know, feel with that. So imagine how I was feeling being the main fucking target of the story. I had to do all the fucking work because her boyfriend didn't want to do shit. One of them was talking about, send it to me. I bet you I can fight it. Nigga, this is not Demon Slayer. You're not a fucking MC. This is not anime. Like, you literally talking about, send it to me. He talking about, he sent me a picture when he said, send it to me. This shit was literally at his window. You literally could see his red eyes looking through his window. But the crazy part is his mother is a witch. And she gave him this thing called Moonchild. And as he he's like, ever since then he wear that, he always had the best of luck. Right? It's like a um it's a pin. The pin that you put on your shirt. And it said Moonchild. And I was like, Yeah. Yeah. I don't care what anybody say. I don't care if you're from Christianity and call me the devil. Because when I prayed to y'all God during that situation, I didn't get no motherfucking help. Girl, I had to do this shit on my motherfucking own. I don't care. I ain't trying to be disrespectful towards Christianity, but I did this shit my motherfucking self. I don't care what anybody say. God didn't give me no damn God didn't give me no damn strength trying to fight this battle. I understand how you feel, to be honest. As a person yeah. that's from a Christian family, like a really, like a real Christian, Christian family. <laughs> Sometimes that doesn't really work. Right. I understand what you mean, though. I guess this was this was the episode for this. We'll talk to you guys later. You were just listening to Apollo Story Time on the Three Witches podcast. We'll be back with you soon later today. Bye.